Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Johnny Flynn, Austin Day, Joey Devine, Eric Maynard, Victor Claver, Sean Keen, Roderick Beaubois. Christian Ienga, Patreons, Jesse Pitsley, thank you Jesse, Eric Mualo, thank you Eric, Billy Attridge, thank you Billy, musical guest, that old woman from Brian Windhorst and the Hoop Collective Podcast. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a new episode. Sorry we had to take a couple weeks, we took a week or two off. I have been uh, slammed and depressed. I'm here, as always, with my good friend, <laughs> Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Hey Joey, I'm sorry I laughed at you saying you were depressed. <laughs> no, I uh, thought it was, was that funny. wasn't. That I was cool. going for laughs. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I gotta say, I am super stoked that our musical guest tonight is that old woman from Brian Windhorst and the Hoop Collective. I know it's crazy. He's been he's been kind of uh, first of all, he's absolutely coming into his own. With podcasts that are just windy and a guest like that is huge. I haven't listened to this episode, but I've had multiple people DM me. This old woman in that, both very specifically <laughs> saying this old woman on Windhorse today is either awesome or I fucking hate her. <laughs> I thought I was listening to that episode earlier today when I was walking a dog, and then it was like, 
a WNBA player, and I was like, oh, man. (laughs) He introduced it so weird that it sounded like he was bringing on a Vanity Fair writer first, and then I was really confused. And then I was like, no, 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 no. this is clearly a a basketball player. uh... Um, Sean, how have you been? We haven't talked in a while. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, I'm okay. I've been been dog-sitting this past week. Pretty exciting. Um... And uh, I'll I'll tell you, I have watched the last two Warriors games while running on a treadmill mm-hmm. in the first half, and that has made them both better. And like I'm, as some of your readers, the listeners might know, I'm not really a runner, Joey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I'm aware. Uh, I'm familiar. <laughs> so it has made it like so. I've been like. I run like three or four miles on the treadmill, uh, like lagging and then like fast forwarding at the commercials, which has made me almost fall off the treadmill like three separate times. But uh, it's made the games like much weirder for Mm -hmm. sure, just because like I'm I'm, like breathing hard. I'm maybe an oxygen debt and the Warriors um, have been sort of like unusually sloppy. I don't so know I'll, if it's unusually. Yeah, but, this is this team is usually sloppy. I would yeah. say, <laughs> but there have just been so many times I'll like look at the TV and be like, "Did they just throw the ball away thirty five feet from the basket with a basic pass to the sidelines?" Look, or like, "Did Frank Kaminsky just do a spin move?" Look, we can talk about up. this because it's not a watching Wiggins, which is yes, of course we, our Patreon only Andrew Wiggins podcast. Where we only talk about Andrew Wiggins and I yell at people when they talk about anyone else. Yes. Um, yes. In uh, fact, I, I had the idea today I might just start bleeping any non-Wiggins player name. <laughs> I don't know how long we're going to be able to sustain this. <laughs> oh, we're going to go. It's going to get weird. <laughs> um, but. God, people hate being on that show too it's uh, great that's not true uh some people no, they like love, it they love it they <laughs> just they just are very confused much like anyway um i highly recommend watching sloppy ass 2021 nba on a treadmill because you'll just be like what am i did i dream that did i but what i was gonna say about the warriors is if you if your idea of beautiful basketball is a team that turns the ball over 40% of the time on their post-entry passes. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, the easiest pass in basketball. Uh, feel You should watch the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> I have, I've never seen a team where just, like, an interior pass in the lane is stolen, like, 60% of the time. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Like, look, <laughs> I think James Wiseman's going to be fine. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty good. Uh-huh. I don't think he's an MVP or anything, but what I will say about James Wiseman uh-huh. is uh, I have never seen an NBA player before uh, bobble ball out of bounds every game that he's calling for, mm-hmm. and he does yeah. it once or twice a game. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I will say the pa- the, the passing turnovers have not been his fault, because for the most part, he... Um, the catching turnovers the ball are his fault, though, and he does that. He does also make well, that's that not that yeah. is not good, but <laughs> but it's just it it is so bizarre to watch this team like just like fundamental things every time. Um, but yeah, how many, yeah, like it just 
sometimes I'm like, wow, did someone fall down? That guy's in the corner shooting a three, and there's no one within 10 feet of him. And then it's like, nope. They just kind of ran different places. I've just literally never seen a professional athlete drop a ball that he's calling for. Mm-hmm. Right, right. More right. than once, and James like Wiseman he, does it once again. <laughs> he knew it was coming every time. Yeah, he asked for it. He put mm. his hand up. <laughs> like, hey, give me the ball, like Anthony Randolph used to do. All right. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Anthony Randolph, the he, patron saint. That guy, that guy caught balls, I'll tell you that much. All right. By the way, get well soon, Anthony yeah, Randolph. Seriously. I don't know if we've mentioned that on the podcast, but uh, our sweet boy... Our, our sweet lad. He's still only 31 years old. They, Dude, he would help the Warriors. Well, not now, but well, yes. Well, no, but, you know, if he was healthy. If um, he hadn't torn his Achilles tendon, yes. yes. Well, actually, yeah. that would make him a... That he would fit in well on the with Warriors. The if he, with a blown-out yeah. Achilles tendon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, what I should say... Is uh, some business up top. Uh, yeah. Email us, please, at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at roundrockpod. Um, Patreon.com slash roundrockpod. And Sean, we have an announcement to make. Uh-huh. Uh, you know our T Public store, which uh, there's a link in the description uh, of yes. this episode. Uh, all our t shirts. Are going to be thirteen dollars, and everything else is up to thirty five percent off oh all this week. So, wait, how are we allowed to do that, Joey? Or no, through Friday. So today, get on there. Uh, how oh. are we allowed to do that? They just did it, dude. Oh my god, uh, we're 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 blessing. We want some of that uh, the money everybody's been making off of GameStop. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You uh, got to turn those profits. <laughs> um, Joey, did you buy any GameStop? No. Too expensive for me by the time I understood what was going on. I did buy AMC. I bought forty dollars worth of AMC, and then Robinhood would not let me buy more today when it was Uh low. Uh, And was trying to make me sell my $40 worth, even though I was down like $10 or whatever. (laughs) Uh, I also bought... Look, I've never bought stocks before in my entire life, but Uh I felt like I was on this story pretty early. So I was like trying to buy AMC. I was I bought some Nokia. I bought a little bit of BlackBerry. I bought I bought some Dogecoin today. Oh my god! Uh, Named after the that dog. Yeah, the joke dog. Yeah, the joke <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yes, I bought that today. Can you buy like Can you buy like um like dog in a burning's room? Look, I'm expecting to lose money on this. I'm, I just want to make it very clear. Okay. Uh, I don't have a lot of money to lose, but the way I was looking at at it is, look, they gave me, the government gave me $600. I could take 200 of that, and they still gave me a PlayStation 5. I've been saving it for the rest for a uh-huh. PlayStation 5. <laughs> um... Also, call us on the phone. We haven't gotten calls in a while, and we love getting calls. Sean, is one of your favorite things about this podcast hearing our listeners' beautiful voices? Oh, always. I love it. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, Also, five-star reviews on iTunes because, uh, I don't know, other podcasts say that's good. I don't know. Um, But it's weird. You're only allowed to give us five stars. I don't know why. Uh, 
Tim Cook decided that, but he did. So here we are. Um, I, I, I think he was having Thanksgiving with Kevin Durant when they made that rule. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just liked seeing the Warriors beat up on those historical teams in season <laughs> one of Round Ball Rock. Um, speaking of reader mail and our readers, oh, these are our readers. Um, <laughs> uh, should we get? Should we go to some mail? Yeah, let's do reader let's mail. Do some mail. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. I should mention, you know where we got these questions, Sean? Um, did we get them from the Discord? The Patreon Discord, which is always popping off. We really got is. all our friends in there. We got Dabaru in there. We got Ethan in there. We got John in there. We've got uh, Matt Burchett. We got so many people. Eusebio. You got R. Safford. You got so many. If you want friends. It's international. Yeah. It's really international, weirdly. Um, But if you want friends, join the Roundball Rock Discord, uh, available through patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Double plug for the Patreon. Man, I'm a good businessman now that I own stock. I mean, I'm Uh, I'm, I'm in awe. (laughs) Our first question, Sean, comes from John L. He asks, multi-part question here. Love a multi-part question. Does Christian Wood need a nickname? If so, can it be the CW? And if you were to drop Christian Wood into the cast of different CW shows, which characters would he play? So I gotta say, according to basketballreference.com, Christian Wood does not have a nickname. That is upsetting. Zero nicknames. I mean, he kind of has not really been on the radar that much. Well, he did have the nickname the best player not in the NBA for about four straight years. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was uh, He was again a guy that uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, Sam Hinkie defenders, still claim as like a great Sixers find, even though they had him for 17 games. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then let him go. Um, I'm going to say first off, no, his nickname cannot be. I know it's just like I don't know what it means in the context of a basketball player. You know what I mean? It's um, it's a little too Bill Simmons, right? Right? It's it's it shades it's, of PG thirteen. The nickname well, that derailed just, Paul George's career. I not even that. It I just feels like a column he would have written in like two thousand eight, <laughs> where it's like it would have been like seven hundred the words in the middle of his like trade. What was the what that column used to do of where he was like trade value? Yeah, rankings? the trade value. When column, he got really mad like, at Jonah Carey for for yeah, writing yeah. a baseball version of where it was like, hey, ah, uh, uh, Christian Wood, fifty six. Uh, I just think this guy needs a nickname. How about the CW? Because he gets lots of chicks and uh, there's tons of scoring, just like on One Tree Hill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My favorite show, One Tree Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he would, or he'd like throw it in again when he's like, the first half of the NBA season from quotes from my favorite movie. Uh, Yeah, well, no. The Brothers McMullen. It would be like the best, the best moments of Christian Wood's season uh, told by quotes from my favorite CW show. Uh, what's now, that? Two and O revival. No, I was gonna say, what's the one that uh, 
Jennifer Grey was on and everyone was mad that she had a nose job. What was that CW show? <laughs> Wait, uh, I, thought th- I thought they were mad about her nose job on that. Uh, it's like, you know, show on NBC. Hold on. She had a, C- a CW sitcom, didn't she? Maybe not. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It was played Jennifer Grey <laughs> in a TV show. And it that was like, does But like, yeah, what are some of those CW sitcoms? God, it is Um, anyway, uh, I do want to drop him into some CW shows, though, because I think that would be fun. Did you know Jennifer Grey was in Red Belt, by the way? I did. Red Belt rocks, dude. Uh, in it. Um, Sean. Yes. Which character on which CD, CW show do you think Christian Wood should play? Wait, there's just so many. They've given us so much. Um, we should mention ahead of time that Sean and I have had extensive discussions about the show Arrow. Uh, not Arrow, The Flash, excuse me. The Flash. The Flash. Um, and I'll say my favorite thing about The Flash, I, I will say overall, is how um incredibly it's not even like the show is super woke exactly it's just incredibly inclusive yeah. like it's that's a very diverse cast. it's like a fast and the furious movie in that way yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but um <laughs> at some point in season one the the tough police captain who, you know, is the same standard police captain of like, I don't know what you're doing there. I don't know. I approve of these vigilantes. They um they mention that he's gay mm-hmm. and it's like not a big deal. But it's also like, oh, this this was kind of an unconventional, you know, he's just working a regular cop job. Mm-hmm. But they lean into it so hard that they just have. His husband appears a lot. (laughs) His husband appears a lot in a for a show where he's what with the twelfth biggest character, not even. Yeah, Uh, maybe less. But there's a point where there's like a hostage situation at the police station, and they're like, "The sergeant, you know, the captain isn't here. He's on his honeymoon." And then they're like yelling back, "Like, I hope they have a really good time." Yeah, we really care about them. Mm -hmm. It's just thrown in all the time. Like, oh no, the captain's wedding. We've got a stuff that's superhuman, mm-hmm. that metahuman. Okay, um, okay. Well, I think he would be a really good sidekick for Veronica Mars. Like, I think he could be a Wallace. Mm. I uh, think that might be a hair choice, but here's here's my problem with him playing Wallace. Uh, Veronica Mars already has a tough guy sidekick in uh, oh. what's the motorcycle guy's name? So- Weevil? Weevil, yeah. You can't so that you can't have two weevils, you the know what kid I mean? Kid from a Bronx tale, bizarrely enough, all <laughs> roided up. And more importantly, you know who that kid is. He's a kid from something that Francis Capra Jr.? Yeah. He's the kid I mean, from Kazam, baby. Oh he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um neck tattoos. Kid from Kazam has neck tattoos now. Never forget. Alright, um <laughs> Clearly. There's an a- there's an answer here, and it's we need to get Christian Wood on Riverdale. Oh, who do you think he'd he'd be? Like Big Moose? He's just like a kid from out of town who comes in and just like does he get does he get hooked on Jingle Jangle? No, he starts called? dating he starts dating Veronica, and Archie's mad at him, and it ends in a fist fight. I think. And like maybe he's into BDSM or something. Yeah, yeah sure. Something. <laughs> so I have Riverdale it up. Um, I could also I'll also see him being um, uh, what's her name? 
Rory's boyfriend on Gilmore Girls. Except I don't think there's any black people on Gilmore Girls. No, of course there isn't any black people on Gilmore Girls. Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, there should be, obviously, but, but that's like... It's Friends, then Gilmore Girls is like the whitest shows of all time. Um, by the way, the Gilmore Girls, I've been to the Gilmore Girls set on the Warner Brothers lawn. It is gigantic. Of course it is. It's so, star, the Stars Hollow set is significantly bigger than the ER set. Uh, the other the other last one I want to put him in. I don't I know why I'm saying is. Like, they still have it. <laughs> I, I want to put him on a WB superhero show. And I want a backdoor pilot, Booster Gold, starring Christian oh. Wood. Uh, and it it starts on Batgirl. It's a four episode. It's you, Booster Gold teams up with Supergirl. Then he teams up with Batgirl. Then he teams up with the Flash. Then he teams up with the Legends of Tomorrow. And then eight months later, there's Christian Wood as Booster Gold. Yeah. <laughs> a standalone Booster yeah. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's he's in a crossover every season, and yeah. no one watches the show, so they're always like, "Wait, how'd they get off that haunted <laughs> island?" Um, uh, also, I I would not be in terms of nicknames. It's gonna be it's gonna end up being something with the word "wood" in it, though. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's like, gonna I'm be not... like H Wood. Because he's in Houston or whatever, <laughs> or or he's he'll be like the the Tin Woodman. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. Or, Balsa. It's going to be boring. Whatever it is. Uh, I do want to give him a CW-themed show, and I think his nickname should be Roswell. Because <laughs> he came out of nowhere. No one can explain <laughs> where he came from. Oh, Why Christian. so many teams let him go? It's a conspiracy. Christian Supernatural would. <laughs> um, Alright. He's one tree hill because he stands tall. Oh, this free agent class and is you know he like one tree hill he's christian mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> i love that our basketball podcast has just basically talked about television shows and stock uh-huh. investing so far yeah, it's good uh-huh it's great uh it's, it's what we do dude um <laughs> What? There's a Nancy Drew show on the CW? Man, I bet Nancy Drew fucks so much on that show. I mean, she was always one of the horniest kid detectives. I mean... The Hardy boys were incels. No, the blonde Hardy is not an incel. The brunette Hardy is an incel. A Joe? Frank or Joe? I forget which one's which. But just, you look at the drawings, hold on. Hardy boys. (laughs) What's the kind of Hardy boys show? I'm sure that they've tried it. And, All right, I'm yeah. looking at the secret of the old mill. Uh huh. Oh, you're saying the blonde Hardy fucks? Yes. Yes, that's Joe. Blonde Hardy fucks. Brunette Hardy does not. Okay, that that makes sense. Um. <laughs> All right, back to <laughs> back to reader mail. Uh, we also got a friend a question from our friend Damon Agnos, who Damon asks. Oh, there is a Hardy Boys show on Hulu, by the way. Um, Damon asks, Back in the early aughts, my friend had a soul-crushing job at Boeing. He spent a lot of time playing hooky, but one of his few joys while actually at the job was when I would call his friend in the adjacent cubicle once a month and play Scorpions Rock You Like a Hurricane into the phone and hang up. 
<laughs> the friend had no idea who was doing this, and it drove him nuts. We continued with this tradition even after the guy moved to a different building. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what if there were a band called Hurricanes who had a song called Rock You Like a Scorpion, <laughs> and we could call Frankie Muniz and play it? Oh, my God. First off, be... I would worry about, like, that would straight up, you know the the old play or movie or whatever it is called Gaslight? That would, like, we'd straight up be doing that to Frankie Muniz. I yeah, think he, he would, would like, just... literally go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is his, his enemy is the scorpion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, okay, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Joey, who is who is like who who's the most famous number in your phone that you could do some kind of prank to like that? Assuming they couldn't see your number, obviously. Ooh, who is the most famous? Um, not to get droppy. I at one point had Paul F. Tompkins' phone number in my phone. I don't anymore. Uh, but I interviewed him one t- at one point uh, and had to call him on the phone. Um, David Bory <laughs> is David Bory the most famous person? In- Who's more famous, David Bory or Josh Gondelman? Because I have both of those in my phone. Just hmm, looking at it, now. I think I think Gondelman is more famous, mm-hmm. but he's but... too nice to play that trick on. Bory would love it. Oh, he yeah, it would, yeah. that would really be, be good. Um. I think, well, Josh is like a little more famous, but people just don't mm-hmm. realize that David is the voice of Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. So that would, that would like, you know what I mean? Like people are actually more aware of his voice than Josh's. Yeah. But uh, probably the pep talks put Josh over the top. Yeah. Both have been, both have been round ball rock. Great round ball rock. Yeah. Yes, oh, and way. we'll have them both on later, I'm sure. Um, uh, mine is mine is definitely Gallagher. However, I forgot you had Gallagher's phone. I have number, Gallagher's yeah. phone number. So <laughs> it would be it would be Gallagher. I mean, I I would try to. I think what I would play Gallagher is there is an old um there there's a song called um, Corazon de Melon, mm-hmm. and then the chorus is Your heart is a watermelon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he would Wait, like is that. Wait, Jake Wiseman more famous than Josh Gondelman? I also have his phone number. From corporate? Right. From Comedy um, Central's corporate? <laughs> he is the star producer and writer mm-hmm. of corporate. He would yeah. also hate that. I wouldn't want to do that to anybody. Except Bori would love it. Bori would be I, really into it. I have I have phone numbers of, more, of people more famous than Jake Wiseman. Yeah, of course you do. Um, I mean, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Hollywood insider. Mm-hmm. Look, if you if you for for hundred and fifty dollars, I will text Todd Barry a message. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's gonna hate it. Too. All right, our friend Ethan <laughs> asked. No, I think Todd Barry would like that if you told him what you were doing. Oh yeah, uh, well that would be okay. Yeah, <laughs> out of he'd nowhere. Be like, oh, I'm famous. I'm famous enough where somebody gave you a hundred and fi- I don't know. My Todd Barry's terrible. Um, oh, all right. Not Ethan, like our friend Ethan asked, That's "Is great, Sean. <laughs> our friend Ethan asked, is Zach Lowe a generous lover? Mm. No fucking way. <laughs> I I don't think he would be focused enough. Yeah, that's I think the it's thing. in his. I think it's in his heart. He wants to be, mm-hmm. but I he also I think just wants to get things over with. You know, I think I also think um, 
Zach Lowe's got that BDE. You know what I mean? Like, Zach Lowe doesn't need to be a generous lover. Oh, he, <laughs> he carries himself with such almost autistic confidence. But you know what? He works too hard. That's the thing. That, yeah. I, He's too complete. I don't think, I think he is almost sexless, but not in an incel way. In like he's, a, busy. he's just busy. Yeah, exactly. Like he's he's got to watch. He like only four. has time to drink one beer, <laughs> and he's like falling asleep during the West Coast games. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Um. All right, should we go to the news? We spent yeah. so much time talking not about <laughs> basketball. All okay, right, let's go the news. Here we go. This is round ball rock news, basketball news. For humans and robots, trust the process. All right, Sean, what's our first story today? Uh, Our first story today, Joey, is Shaq versus Donovan Mitchell, a.k.a. the NBA's dirtiest cop versus uh, one of the NBA's preeminent young Sheldons. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the worst. Uh, I avoided watching this clip for a long time because I didn't want to side with young Sheldon, with the NBA's second biggest young Sheldon in Donovan Mitchell. But here we are. I watched it. And uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> like Shaq, you can say Donovan Mitchell doesn't have it or whatever uh, during halftime and not tell Donovan Mitchell you said that, right? Rachel? Yeah, exactly. Just say it not during his interview. It's just needlessly confrontational for a guy who won the game. Like, didn't he have like 36 points in that game or something yeah, like that? Uh huh. But it was, he said it during halftime. And I think what Shaq's question was, I think what Shaq was trying to say is like, yeah, I said this to motivate you and you showed me and you got to keep showing me or whatever. But uh, it didn't come off that way because Shaq is bad at television. For a person who is on television so much, he is bad at it. And you know why? Because he's a fucking cop and all cops are bad. It's true. At television. (laughs) They have him breaking down film and it is such a bizarre choice for them to do that. Like they they just don't have – they have to give Shaq things to do Mm -hmm. or he's just going to repeat the same thing. And then argue with argue with Charles, where he just repeats the same thing. So they have him like breaking down game action, uh-huh, and it's terrible. always just about like, oh, we got to be more assertive there. You got to be a big man. You got to be a dominant. You got to be dominant in there. You want to you want to take that money, and it's just it it's so worthless. Switch Shaq and Chris Weber on their broadcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just put you know, Marv and Shaq together. Yeah, that's funny. Make it. Make it, and, make it super crazy. And let Shaq talk about whatever he wants in the game. Like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Make Try and make him the new Walton. I mean, think like, about how good he is at, like, reacting to the dunk contest and stuff like that. Um, anyway, Shaq doesn't need to be on TV at all. He's already so rich. Like, <laughs> retire, Shaq. Like, well, he's, he's got to, he has to at least uh, stay active to the end of his uh printer cartridge endorsement deal well you know he's a cop again right you saw that story i right? saw that yeah Shaq is a cop again he's like a different cop now um <laughs> it's a worse he was cop a cop before but now he's a cop again um <laughs> like is that that's the weirdest like pretending to be a cop is 
like when you're an NBA superstar, a rapper, and a movie star, mm-hmm. like that is the shittiest ambition I've ever heard in my yeah. life. At least Tiger Woods bizarrely wanted to be a Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. which is very cop adjacent, but at least is like like objectively a pretty badass thing to do. You are doing a lot of like extra legal murders, but uh I can see how that's like something you would want to aspire to. Cop is like the worst job and like the laziest job. I mean, look, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote about detectives. Uh-huh. That's classy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would care about classy or not. Here's <laughs> here's what I think Shaq is doing. Okay. All right. So Shaq, everyone always says kind of a kid at heart, right? Uh-huh. Uh. Like, the every time you hear a story about Shaq, it's, like, about him getting along really well with children, right? Yes. Where he's, like, playing video games with, like, a child in their bedroom or, like, whatever. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think Shaq had a goal to do every, like, what I want to be when I grow up job that a kid says. And uh-huh. he's just stuck on cop. Because he's yeah, he been a movie star. Uh-huh. professional athlete, rapper, cop, right? He's still got to be marine biologist, astronaut, veterinarian to get whatever the EGOT of child jobs is. Oh, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't know why Cowboy, he's... that's the other one. Like, come on, Shaq, you're halfway there. Get out a cop. Become an astronaut. Go to space. <laughs> Become a fake veterinarian. Oh, he's uh-huh. a doctor, too. He's a fake doctor. Well, I mean, he has a PhD, but yes. Yeah, he, well, you know what I'm saying? He, that counts. Yeah. He's trying to do every kid job. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's stuck at cop. Yeah, and he's going to like make. <laughs> he's gonna have to make a hard turn when he has to become a pirate at, like, age yeah. 58. Yeah, so, I, so what's he got to do, right? It's uh, astronaut. What are the other famous kid jobs? Veterinarian. Uh, yeah, veterinarian. When or, I was a kid, I mean, marine doctor, biologist. Doctor. I'm trying to think of... Like, I'm saying the P- the fake PhD counts as doctor. Okay. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been a doctor. I'm thinking of like children's toys <laughs> and like maybe like... And not, I don't really think race car driver. That's like regional, I think. Yeah. And also, Shaq is seven feet tall. I don't think there was ever a time he thought he was going to be like. He's, but you know what? I'm going to say I guarantee Shaq has driven as fast as a race car driver. In fact, I bet he's been in a race car doing that show he stole from Steve Nash. So I'm going to oh, say Shaq. that counts too. <laughs> Uh, Shaq is a Shaq is a community officer uh-huh. in uh, Henry County in Georgia. Cool. He's supposed to be a liaison between the police department and uh, the community. Sean, um, oh, it's s- basically in Atlanta. I'm going to send one you of the this. Atlanta counties. I'm going to send you this picture. Okay. I just found of Shaq as a cop that is very upsetting to me. I mean, Shaq went on like an actual botched raid mm-hmm. <laughs> because a suspected. Uh, child molester's house that was the wrong house. Oh no, he looks. He, that's scary looking. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't want Shaq to be wearing like the real equipment. Well, he is. Uh, he also looks very sad. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like, like he looks like he saw something terrible. Yeah. 
Uh, he, it, it's like what happens to you when you're going into internal uh, internal affairs is on to him, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, all right, we got to move on anyway. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah what I, I want to read this. I do want to read this. Uh, these two other questions. Our friend Kevin Durant. Uh, someone asked him is on the internet because friend? he responds to every. What's up? Is he our friend? <laughs> I mean, he's okay. Gave us some good times. He's uh okay. He's a recurring character on this podcast. Sure. I would say. Um. So he's a recurring character on the podcast, and uh, someone asked him, "Why are young players so sensitive when OG legends give them constructive criticism?" And KD's response was, "Them old heads need to go enjoy retirement. These boys have coaches they work with every day." Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was, I kind of like that one. Uh, I'd like that. I like, I just like that his response was retire, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then uh, Charles Barkley on Shaq's feud with another member of the Utah Jazz. Like, it just kills me that there's one person who actually is actively persecuting the Utah Jazz. Uh-huh. So it's like all their crazy small market homerism and paranoia. There's one man validating all of it. Except, His name is Shaq. You know, I bet Shaq got so many fucking screen assists back in the day. Oh my god, <laughs> he was a king. Well, so Charles Barkley talking about Shaq's feud with Rudy Gobert said, "We don't call him Shaquille O'Neal. We call him Petty White around here." Just for the record, Shaq, you couldn't play in today's game. You, they shoot threes. You wouldn't even be in the game today. Rudy Gobert would dominate you. Leave it alone, Petty White. It's pretty good. Pretty good from. And I don't really agree with that, but that's it's. No, Shaq would be awesome in uh, any day. Shaq was impossible. Uh, Anyway, Sean, what's our next story? Uh, Get well, Karis Levert. Yeah, that's a weird story, Uh, and I'm glad he got traded. Yeah, because he wouldn't have seen the cancerous growth on his kidney Mm -hmm. if he had not been traded. So it's an upside to some of the the some of the. Player movement, you know what I mean? In the in the swipe right era, as people call it. <laughs> people? Uh, what? what? <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, I'll swipe right on. I'll, I'll swipe. The only thing I'm swiping right on is Spotify. All right. Um, and also Alibaba. Yes. Um, um, yeah, Karis LeVert, uh, I guess he's going to be fine. There's no real telling when he's going to come back. I wouldn't come back this year. He's cancer-free, so that's tight. I know, it just, he had recent surgery, yeah. the whole league has COVID, um, you know, <laughs> take it easy. Like, everyone should want him to take it easy. Um, however, he was a perfect replacement for Jeremy Lamb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, I want to talk about this, though, Joey. Um, he is, it's not official, but uh, given what the standings look like right now and what the state of the franchise looks like and what Russell Westbrook's legs look like, mm-hmm. I think Bradley Beal is soon to be on the trading block for uh-huh. the 3-11 and uh, Washington Wizards. Sure. Joey, who should try to trade for Bradley Beal? Probably the best um, trade, the best player who might get traded. There's an easy answer for me, and it's the Denver Nuggets. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Look, I know they're all high on Michael Porter Jr., but, like, Bradley Beal, Jokic, and uh, Jamal Murray, that's a a threesome you can win an NBA championship with. And I, I... 
I you don't play a lot of defense. And NPJ would, be... would have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a lot of uh, conspiracies that Michael Porter Jr. thinks Denny is directly involved with, oh actually. <laughs> um, but no, I think, um, yeah, they trade some picks, trade Michael Porter Jr. Like that, that yeah, is a. Is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he can't be any worse. But, but no, it's, uh, you have to make the money work. That's the way to do it. Um, Go try to win, Denver. Yeah. Uh, who That's do you think should try and get him? Um, I mean, I think the Warriors should probably make a move to try to get him. Well, okay. Uh, sure. Uh, who are you trading? What are you trading for Bradley Beal? As well, I mean, you get fan? you get that Timberwolves pick next year, and you have to trade James Wiseman. Uh-huh. And then you either... I think you try to trade him Kelly Oubre. Mm-hmm. Um, if we, I, I want to say, right, we should say this right now. Yeah. If Andrew Wiggins is traded this season, watching Wiggins is immediately canceled. We're not, <laughs> we're not moving with him. Yeah, we can't, we can't like. <laughs> we're watching all the Wizards games at four o'clock as he's just wandering around. Wiggins and Westbrook together. Oh my god! But also, I don't. We can. T- we'll talk about that later. Uh. I don't know. Yeah, I would. Just because, I mean, it's it's only just because I think it's been pretty well proven in the NBA. Like, people know how to bottom out and collect a bunch of picks. Mm-hmm. So. I, I mean, for me, I, I would trade Wiggins, sure, for him. But I'd rather trade Oubre, obviously. But. Well, with Wiggins, I think you have to give up more, yeah. paradoxically. Yeah. Um, but what I mean... They've had Kelly Oubre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he maybe he hates them, but I don't think he hates them. Well, all the, all the guys are gone anyway. Um, yeah. What I was yeah, going to okay. say, though, is I don't know if I'd want to trade that Wolves pick. I mean, I understand that that Wolves pick is very valuable and it could kind of come back to haunt them, but I just watching uh, Steph and Draymond this year, it's like, I, I just think the team as presently constituted is, uh, well, I mean, they're I, not going to, they could be, they could be in sixth, fifth or sixth place. Yeah. But like, they're not. They're looking at winning like maybe one round in the playoffs. And even then, it's like, do you think they'd beat the Clippers or Lakers in a series? Like, no way. I don't think they'd beat the Nuggets. I don't think they'd beat the Jazz. Respect to the Jazz. We should say for our Jazz fan listeners, we didn't mention uh, this. The Jazz are fucking awesome this year. I actually really like watching them. (laughs) They're on a 10-game win streak right now. Um, They shoot so many threes, it's insane. It's insane that this is a Jazz team. (laughs) I mean, it's like a... Yeah, right, right. Well, I mean, even... Although... I think probably over the years, they probably do shoot a lot. Like, when you look at it, in raw numbers, those, like, late 90s finals teams probably shot an unusual number of threes at the time, just because of Stockton and Hornacek. But, uh, yeah, this year, um, they are currently fifth in offense, third in defense, huge net rating, Mm -hmm. um, 
kicking ass. They're uh, they're second in the league in three point percentage, <laughs> number one in three pointers. They've made more threes than yeah. any team in the league. <laughs> it rules. Uh, top top in rebounds. Uh, and, they they, and they also kind of foul the shit out of people, yeah. and that's cool too. Um, and my man Boyan, it's all about my man Boyan, baby. I'm so glad he's better. <laughs> it would, would have been so much better if he was playing in the bubble. Yeah, <laughs> and and also, um, not like friend of the podcast, but a guy that we have unusually believed in. I feel like Since uh, George he was... Clarkson yeah, is yeah. like on fire. I was going to say, I thought you were talking about Boyan. I've believed in Boyan Bogdanovich since he was on the Nets, by the way. I've been in on Boyan so far and so long. I'm so happy. I love him. Um, Uh, I saw him. He was like the highlight of this. uh, I saw a Clippers-Nets game his first year in basketball. And uh, I mean, not in basketball, but you know what I mean? Like in America when he was 25 years old. And the highlights for the Nets were... Um, Mason Plumley getting like four dunks and getting dunked on like fifteen times, and then Boyan. That was it. Um, but the, oh, the reason I brought up uh, here's the thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Warriors organization and Steph Curry and Draymond Green are okay with not really competing for a title this year. Oh, and that they're gonna wait and yeah, I think it's. I fine. just think it's. I just think it's the best thing they can really get for the pick. You think they're just going to try to use the pick? Yeah, because the pick is... to Okay, so Wiseman is fine, but I think it's pretty clear Wiseman's not, like, your franchise-changing guy. Or, like, a positive on the basketball court at all this right. year. Right, but, you know, but even if he grows... But even if Wiseman grows into his ceiling, it's like his ceiling is, like... Uh, go bear with offense, right? And that's not really a guy who's like the best player on a championship team. Mm-hmm. Where the Wolves pick, if it goes to them this year, is like that's like Steph and Draymond and Clay's chance at like extending this Spurs style with Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi I just, style. You know what I mean? I I don't disagree. I just think. Bradley Beal is 27. That's a great way to extend yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, like Steph's 32 now. Draymond is uh, already slipping significantly. Right. So it's kind of like, uh, I mean, that that is that is actually one of the bigger problems on the team is that Draymond is uh, not really that good right now. He's He has his ups and downs. I really think. Look, no one's saying this, but I really think he's had a hard time uh, with conditioning after getting COVID. Uh, it's possible like he has the he has the, he has the second worst offensive rating on the team. Yeah, um, shooting thirty six percent this year. Right. Uh, anyway, speaking of Draymond, Sean, yeah, what was your favorite thing that's happened to Draymond this week? He got ejected for yelling at James Wiseman. Oh, weird. I didn't know you could get ejected from an NBA game for child abuse. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of guys would be out of the league at this point. Um, <laughs> that's why Adrian Peterson never played the in the NBA. Um, uh, yeah, he the ref thought Draymond I mean, 
Draymond yells pretty loud, so I get it, but uh, it was pretty obvious even in the moment that he was not yelling at a ref. We should also talk about Draymond's behavior against the Wolves the other night. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, I did, <laughs> Where uh, he let Anthony Edwards uh, go by for a layup, and he missed uh-huh. it, and then Draymond yelled really loud, Yes, sir! And uh-huh. then Anthony Edwards rebounded the ball and laid it in and yelled, yes, sir, right back at Draymond. <laughs> and then Draymond yelled, yes, sir, back at him. And then Anthony Edwards yelled, yes, sir, back at Draymond. <laughs> really incredible. Anthony Edwards fucking rocks. Like, look. Do I worry about whether he's maybe a good basketball player or not? Yes. Am I excited to have him in my life for the next seven to ten years? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's, like, at least off the court, he's definitely, like, the most entertaining rookie for sure. Um, Uh, It feels like I have Dion Waiters back in my life, but, like, a different version of Dion Waiters. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's not even necessarily seem to like basketball, yeah. but um, yeah, he just gun- he guns an insane amount. Um, he's on a crazy team that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I love him. It's great. Yeah, he dunks really hard. Look, he's cool. Uh-huh. He's going to be cool no matter what. Uh, I'm just happy he's look. What a what a time to be alive. Uh, look, it's, it's great to look at the draft and find the well-rounded under thing. You know, I like a guy who just gets buckets. Mm-hmm. Keep uh, it simple. <laughs> Sean, Stupid. is there one other, <laughs> is there one other news story we, you want to do before we get to slammed up? Um, I think I want to talk about the, about Ennis Cantor becoming an American. Citizen. Okay. Can we also talk about his PETA pictures? As oh, well? please. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, you walk us through Ennis Cantor, American citizen. Okay, so Ennis Cantor, a backup center for the Portland Trailblazers, a.k.a. the NBA's thirstiest poster, um, he announced that he is becoming an American citizen in June. He's certainly the only NBA player I would describe as being possibly an op. Uh, yeah, right. Like, like a lot of... He's friends with the Clintons yeah. somehow. He's his friends with Tulsi want- Gabbard. <laughs> He's a big Tulsa Gabbard supporter. He's wanted by Erdogan, which that part of Ennis Cantor is cool. Cool, yes. But obviously. that except like it's still obnoxious. Like it's still obnoxious. Um anyway, he announced he's becoming an American citizen in June, and I think the reason he waited was that the previous president would have kidnapped him and sold him to Erdogan. So yeah. I mean I respect the timing. Um, also, I'm anti him being kidnapped and sold to Erdogan. Of course. For the- we're anti Erdogan, obviously, yeah. but we're also anti Ennis Cantor being a CIA operative. Yeah, that's uh, true. And possibly having gone to Epstein. He's going like, to like, encourage a coup. He's going to get photographed with Ghislaine Maxwell at some point. <laughs> um, he also uh, did a photo shoot with PETA. Uh-huh. Uh, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, which we should Not say... Not at all annoying. <laughs> which, well, what I was going to say is, which, um, which just like uh, Amos Cantor, I appreciate the message, but find the delivery incredibly <laughs> annoying. Um, <laughs> uh, but the photos are insane. 
Uh, he's wearing a, a suit made out of lettuce uh-huh. and holding a cabbage like a basketball. Um, one like directly in your face, and it says, "Turn over a new leaf in 2021. Go vegan." The other one, uh, he is doing like if the Wiggles did a hook shot. Yeah. And it says, give vegan a shot. Ugh. And then the next one, he's uh, he has his foot on a green basketball and is holding the cabbage like a basketball again, but to his forehead. And it says, think vegan. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Just. It's like he's Ennis Cantor is absolutely someone that if you ate with him, he would bring up to the waiter like within seconds that he was vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would tell you about the benefits of being vegan. I would not be surprised if he was not a vegan by the end of the basketball season, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't be that shocked. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um. <laughs> All right, Sean. Should we do some slammed up? Not. I mean, should we hear from our friends Brett and Randy? Absolutely. All right. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Sean and I, we never claim to know anything about basketball because we are idiots who don't know anything about basketball. Mm-hmm. Luckily. We know two guys who know a whole lot about basketball. They haven't been on in their first appearance this season. Uh, let's hear from America's only analytics podcast within a podcast, Slammed Up with Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. This is Slammed Up with Brett Samson and Randy Ledoux. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Of, on, a, on a volatile day for uh, the NBA and also America, it's the Slammed Up podcast, the only analytics podcast embedded in a larger, uh, less serious, and uh, more inessential podcast. And frankly offensive. Slightly offensive. Uh, you know, but this is, this, is for, uh, this is for big dogs. This is where the big dogs run. You know, uh, mm-hmm. parental guidance is uh, huh, if suggested. You, if you can't run with the big dogs, stay off the porch. Arf, arf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually have a restraining order against uh, several big dogs in my neighborhood and the neighborhood of my rental property. I'm uh, actually my scared is... of big dogs. Mm-hmm. That, I'm that very is true. Small. So that, uh, that tiny voice you're listening to is uh, Randy Ledoux, uh, who's with me uh, often. I am your host, uh, Brett Slamson. Welcome to... The Slammed Up Podcast. Uh, Randy Ledoux, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Brad? Uh, you know, I'm 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 a little uh I'm a little uh a little angry with uh, the the market forces the uh the American economy the free market I'm is also, being uh, oh wait I thought you were going to talk hey it's being hijacked hijacked by uh, infidel investors I'm sorry I'm sorry Randy I, I was a little curt with you there I thought you were going to talk about all the the 1% of the NBA hoarding all the the trade assets. Oh yeah, well that that uh you know that's just uh that's just how markets work. Randy, uh you, you got the, you got the picks, you've got the power. That's what they say. They say first you get uh the picks and uh then you get the power 
and then you get uh, you know some uh, consensual sexual partners. I believe is the quote uh, from a Sam movie. Sam uh, said that. He did. He did. He did. Uh, Randy, what what have you been up to? What are your What is your your current job right now? Oh, I've just been taking a break. You've been taking a break. Uh, yeah, I didn't get the cabinet position I wanted. Oh, what, what were you angling for? Secretary of Labor. Oh, yep. Yeah, well, that's. Uh, I I would just say you're too tiny. You can't. Uh, you're not visible uh, on a podium because yeah. of your your very small size. I'm not that much smaller than Fauci. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess that's well. Robert Wright, not a not a tall man. Uh, I, that could work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I one, know. I've uh, just been you know taking a break, working on some spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, have you seen... updated the spreadsheets yet? No, I've been my personal spreadsheets. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. I log every second of every day because I, the way I see time, I see it moving both backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. I and all of time at the exact same time. So for mm-hmm. you, time is linear. Mm-hmm. But for me, since the accident where I was trying to shrink my own salary cap number. Uh, and I accidentally shrunk myself. Yes. Yeah. Um, Possibly immortal. Definitely immortal. But you can be hurt yeah. by like a, a large animal or a fall. I mean, from, I could, uh, it would be upsetting if like I got swallowed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I think I'd be okay. I just don't want to be in an animal's digestive tract for yes, that just. Long. Just, just for new You're listeners, Randy is Randy is very tiny. He's a yeah. very small person. Also has a background in politics, and uh, you're a lawyer. Law, yeah. You're also a chemist. Basketball, chemistry. And you've uh, formerly worked for uh, Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. You you worked for uh, Amy Klobuchar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you worked for Cory Booker mm-hmm. briefly. Briefly. Did you, did you work for Sleepy Joe? I can't. I, can't I did work for Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not work for Mayor Pete. Okay, okay. Well, that's, you know, maybe he there's and I a... do not get along. Um, we had a fight over how to fix bread prices. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I heard uh, Chasen swatted you like a housefly. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I, let, let's just... Uh, anyway, I'm I... working on a book. Oh, great. Well, uh, you know, and I will talk about that at some other time, I okay, think. Okay, sure. Um, okay, well, uh, so we should uh, catch up on some... NBA news, but first we should talk about uh, one of our first sponsors. Uh, so, you know, I've I've got to say, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll talk about this. I have a I have a little personal story this week that's uh, kind of infuriating me. But first, we got to talk about our new sponsor. Now, our next sponsor has been a lifesaver recently. It is called Rodney Hood, the brokerage site from Portland Trailblazers uh, reserve swingman Rodney Hood. Now. The thing about Rodney Hood is it's not beholden to one of those fat cat hedge funds that will stop your trades just because there's unusual trading volume or market volatility or because your common law wife's credit card got declined. Rodney Hood only stops trades because the site breaks down. You're going to have as many licks at the popsicle as you need in this market. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. So RodneyHood.com features a perfectly reasonable mid-level transaction fee, which fits nicely into every investor's market cap. In fact, you could say Rodney Hood is designed to facilitate trades. And their mobile app is very reliable, just as long as you're within 10 to 15 feet of your router. It's just unavailable because of maintenance for three to nine months a year because the skeleton of this site is uh, very flimsy. 
They've got a blown code, a strained server capacity, and uh, their IT guy tore his Achilles last week. So uh, get, get well soon, Samesh. Uh, best of all, Rodney Hood is not dependent on any wealthy companies except for uh, Microsoft. But don't take my word for it. Just look how overly embarrassingly into Rodney Hood all its users in Portland, Oregon are. Uh, you can get a free stock for joining Rodney Hood today with promo code CJ McCollum is untouchable in any trade. It's easy to remember. We, we talk do not about... talk about that all the time. Yeah, I mean, I we guess talk Nate, about the opposite of that. I, got, I mean, he's he's un. Well, I mean, he is untouchable in any trade uh, in the sense of the Indian caste system, where mm. uh, you're not allowed to look directly at Rod at CJ McCollum's contract or touch him with your hands, or you must immediately wash and ignore him. He's on. His salary puts him on uh, the, the, the lowest class of society. That we do uh, talk about. Yeah. Rodney Hood. It's trade bait. All right. So uh, I guess we should talk about some of the big trades. The big trade! Uh, so the big trades uh, recently, of course, uh, we're talking about GameStop. And uh, Wait, you know, no. there are some... There's some real ridiculous people out there who uh, think it's funny and uh, it's it's a meme or it's a joke or something to, uh, you know, take take out uh, hardworking investors who are just trying to short a uh, disgustingly overvalued company and uh, wanting to just uh, see, uh, you know, they, they're ignoring analytics. They're, they're going passionately, uh, you know, as we say on the podcast all the time, uh, emotion is death. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, human lives are just the sum of, uh, you know, your atomic weight and statistics on a spreadsheet. Mine is and, very uh, small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yours is very small, Randy. And that, that's not, that's not, that's not uh, the value of you. Uh, that's just, uh, you know, the, the atoms in your body. And in fact, yours are probably very valuable if uh, science ever analyzes what exactly is going on in your uh, magical Well, they've been trying to catch me and they haven't done it yet. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, you know, you've been, I mean, they... Also, I mean, it, it helps that, uh, you know, you are living in the rental property in the dollhouse, and uh, that place is uh, off the books and off the grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did briefly catch me one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, do you remember that scene from E.T.? Uh, where with, E.T.'s dying with the little boy? Mm-hmm. It was kind of mm-hmm. like that. Uh, who was who was the little boy in that scene? My scenario? friend, Maybe? Robbie. Uh, Robbie? He was this little boy I knew. Oh, was he that kid I that tried to sell me? Shoe. He tried to sell me uh, uh, magazines, I believe, mm-hmm. to get Weeples one time. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah, that's Robbie. He's, he's the one I shot the fire hose at. Mm-hmm. It's weird that I'm allowed to have a fire hose in the home, but uh, again, off the books, off the grid. Okay, so uh, that's that's the big trades that have been going on. No, uh, but James Harden got traded. We haven't talked oh. about it. Right, I guess that I guess that also matters. Let me, let me just tell you right now, um, I am short and I will be remaining short on AMC uh, because I don't believe in watching fictional movies, aka lies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm shorting GameStop because uh, one time Babbage's in the '80s sold me a defective copy of the Porky's game for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Uh, Thought it would be an erotic experience. It was just a bunch of pixels. It didn't work, and they refused to take it back. I've held the grudge ever since. So, yeah, let's talk about uh, what are the uh, specifics of this James Harden trade. Okay, so the Nets got James Harden from the Rockets. I mean, that's a crazy move. How how old is Harden right now? Um, He's 31. (laughs) Yeah, he's 31. So dead. 
He's dead. He's dead, a corpse. Basically dead. They yeah. they uh they mortgage their future for a corpse. He's in his post Much post. Many of these Reddit users trying to buy GameStop. He's in That's his corpse of a business. He's I'm sorry. His... Go ahead. He's in his post 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 prime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. It... Boy, that's that's tough. Uh, I don't like the body composition. I don't like the trade. But let's let's talk about the details. Okay, they also got a twenty twenty four second round pick from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, that's you know that could really be worth. That something. could be good. That's my, that's my favorite asset in this entire trade. I think that's uh, that draft limit goes down. We could have uh, one of the best fifteen year olds in all of Poland mm-hmm. could be going to that team. So that's great. Um. um so then the Nets. Traded Jared Allen and Torian. Hold on, hold on, just a second, Randy. Uh, do you do you understand how ridiculous it is that Nokia stock is going up right now? That doesn't make any sense. What is happening with this world right now? I mean, for me, Nokia goes up and down every single day. That's uh, I guess that's. I'm you, looking you at its stock in nineteen <laughs> in nineteen ninety eight right now, and it's sky high. I, I just don't understand this. Uh, I, look, I'll, I'll just I'll give my positions out right now because I, you know, I've given them to the uh, Patreon subscribers. Obviously, on my uh, on my subreddit, personal subreddit, slammed in the face, and uh, of course, I also uh, talked about it on Infowars just last week. But uh, I'm shorting Express for Men, uh, Serge Shoda. I am long on HYP, that is the Hypercolor Company. Uh, I'm shorting Genco. And I'm also long on the movie Waterworld. Uh, I really think that uh, it could pick up some momentum streaming. And I just that's for disclosure. Again, I'm not a financial analyst. I am a financial producer, and uh, this is advice. And uh, I'm going to say, SEC, come and get me if you don't like it. So I, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Go go ahead, Randy. Give, give me more particulars. I mean, the trade. you've been shut down by the SEC before. It's not. Yeah. It's not That's really not a, a big deal. You change your name. You incorporate in a different Caribbean island. Uh, you you wash your money through a different, uh, you know, Cayman Islands broker. It's not a big deal. Uh, but yeah, go, go ahead. Give me more of the specifics of the uh, the Harden trade. Um. Okay. So the Rockets got Victor Oladipo, Rodion's Karuks, Dante Exum. Rodion's Karuks is a friend. Four unprotected first-round picks. From oh, God. Brooklyn in 2022, 2024, and 2026. It's slower, Randy. They also got a Milwaukee 2022. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The names of those unprotected picks slower. Brooklyn 2022, 2024, and 2026. Oh, yes. Milwaukee in 2022. Buck. And then... They also got four unprotected first-round pick swaps from the Nets in 2021, 2023. Yeah. 20, this is upsetting. Put the pick in my mouth. 2025, no, put the pick in your mouth. 2027. I look mad. I look scared. The Pacers, look scared. The Pacers oh. received Karis LeVert and a 2023 second-round pick from oh, Houston. Yes. And the Cavaliers got Jared Allen and Torian Prince. Uh, well, you know, uh, whew, that was an experience, Randy. Uh, I that feel is... like you're faking it. Uh, you know what, uh, Randy? I am. I was. I. I could only get semi semi hard during that. I'm just. I'm just so stressed out. And, you know, I. I. 
you realize uh, what my short position in the Rainforest Cafe could bankrupt Slams and Corp soon. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I may have been uh, too aggressive in my, my shorting of Snapple. Uh, that that's possible. Um, I also, uh, shorted LA gear. Uh, that, that has blown up in my face right now. And it's because well, of these I'm long on British knights. You're long on British knights. I that it's an interesting position. You're, I'm long on everything they used to give away on, uh, for prizes on double dare. Mm, oh yeah. Well, that, that's just a good show. Uh, Mark Summers, also a friend, uh, doesn't not, doesn't go to the party. So it's a little, little messy for him. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll take a break right now and talk about, uh, one of my, my favorite new products. Now, Randy, you know, it's hard to work out in a pandemic, right? Sure. Well, gyms are closed by our tyrannical governments, uh, and the Puritans at LA Fitness will suspend you for something so simple as a post-workout manscaping. That's why I have always preferred a home workout, and there's no better home workout than our new sponsor, Langston Galloway's Dang Ton of Gallows Weights. Here's how it works. Langston Galloway has reimagined the classic gallows that we know and love from history as a fitness device. Now, using the classical structure of noose, counterweight, and trapdoor, they've developed a system of exercises that gives you a total body workout. Simply adjust the plates attached to your hangman's rope and get a variety of exercises for your lats, neck, upper arms, back, and back of the neck. With the trap door, there's easy quad work, toe raises, and squats. Plus, the noose gets your heart rate going and demands that you keep perfect form or else. Uh, Randy, you'll like this. It also comes with a syringe for harvesting your body's natural adrenochrome from the fear reaction. Now, you may have seen a version of this apparatus outside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. The lamestream media might tell you it was a threat, but it's clear to me that those freedom fighters just wanted to work on their cores, uh, just as they tried to root out the core of our corrupt federal government. <laughs> so why don't you make a joke about that, Randy? Uh, and the reason it was so easy is that Langston Galloway's dang ton of gallows weights is portable. When you've moved around as much as Galloway, you need your fitness equipment to be portable. And... You can get a variety of sizes from men's to women's to juvenile delinquent size. And finally, the pack of horse thieves model for group exercising. And you can get your special uh, workout stockade and a sweat wicking hangman's hood if you act now and use promo code Chandler Parsons should be hung until he is dead, dead, dead. It's mm-hmm. easy to remember. We talked about it all. It's named after a poem I wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, actually, that, that got you that. Uh, MacArthur Genius Grant, I believe. Uh, Langston Galloway's dang ton, dang ton of gallows weights. Hang in there for fitness. So uh, thank you, Langston Galloway. Uh, let's go back to uh, this hardened trade. Uh, now, would you, would you, uh, would you, would you ever trade this many picks for anything? Anything? Mm-hmm. No. No, nothing at all. You, you could offer me anything. You could offer me uh, to get out of my short positions. I still wouldn't give up those picks. What about a genie in a bottle? Like a like a Christina Aguilera wearing that that outfit. No. You could you could get a lookalike for for only a, you know a couple hundred dollars. How many picks is a couple hundred dollars? None, right? How much is a pick worth monetarily? Uh, I would say on the on on the 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 black market on the dark on the, web. On the black market, uh, it goes about the same as a matching pair of kidneys, I believe, mm. uh, if I, if my time on 8chan has taught me nothing else. I mean, it's taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot, Randy. Mm. 
I oh has it? <laughs> Never trade that pick for a man on the brink of death, though. No, of course not. Even if you harvested every organ in his body and sold them to, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know, I, uh, hypothetically, uh, you know, a rich child of royalty with a debilitating disease from inbreeding. Mm-hmm. That still wouldn't make it worth their while. I would not trade or the an unprotected owner of the 2024 Bubba pick. Company. Hmm? I mean, you look at those, you look at that 2026 draft class, you know, I, Randy, as you know, I'm, I'm scouting these teenagers every day mm-hmm. uh, I'm on the say. internet. Mixtapes, uh, binoculars, telescopes. Uh, I've got a ghillie suit that I use to observe these middle school practices. This is going to be an exciting draft, Randy. Mm-hmm. So I would not trade that pick for uh, possibly if the devil himself offered me a fiddle duel, uh, I would do that. But I, I would never trade it for uh, for a man that's out of shape as James Harden. Oh, with, I did uh, that those one kind time. Of efficiency numbers. Uh, you, did you win the fiddle duel? Yeah. Oh. It was easy. Oh, I, I, I didn't know you were that musical. I played Randy. for Elise. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It probably was uh, more of a more of a uh, kind of hillbilly hoedown type performance from the devil. I'm assuming that's what you, we got to throw him off. Mm-hmm. I think that that's good. You zigged when they zagged. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one big question about this trade from the perspective of the the failing Houston Rockets, Randy. Yeah. Why would you trade for Victor Oladipo when Trevion Graham is still available as a free agent? I've been thinking about this for three weeks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I might have traded that uh, that that uh, second round pick that went to the Cavs to get Trevion. Graham. I would never. I would never ever trade a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need and... as many bites of the powder dry as possible. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, you got. Everyone knows I love dry powder in my mouth. I, I always keep a musket loaded, uh, mm-hmm. most metaphorically and actually in the trunk of my Cutlass Supreme. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, and one more question about uh, the Karis LeVert trait that was uh, that was modified, Randy. Mm-hmm. They found out that he had a cancerous growth on his kidney, and in exchange, the Rockets had to give the Pacers an extra second-round pick and cash. Uh, Randy, is it worth giving one of your employees cancer? For a second extra, an extra second round pick and cash. No, but it's close. It's close. Yeah, the, the cancer seems a little bit extreme, but uh, definitely I would give an employee COVID HPV? for just the cash. Uh, HPV, uh, I would do that for a second round pick swap in 2028. I mean, you do that for free. Give people HPV. Ugh. Hey, 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 they can't prove anything. Look, look, the SEC and the CEDC are both uh, some of the three-numbered, three-lettered institutions that are uh, terrorizing me at the moment. The The other two are... The other two... Oh, the FCC, yes, we've had our doubts. The FAA, uh, you know, that that comes with the territory when you're a drone racer, uh, Mm -hmm. as far as I know, and a hot air balloon enthusiast. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had some trouble with uh, my own uh, CFO and my CTO... C-E-C? Uh-huh. The Chuck E. Cheese? Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I, I've, been, I've been bad. You know, the, the way I play Fruit Ninja uh, wins too many tickets. They say it's a hack. I think it's uh, just smart, uh, you know, Chuck E. Cheesery is what I say. Uh, but the two, th- the three-letter the three letter institutions that have been bothering me so far are uh, R-E-D and D-I-T. Uh, I believe they should be banned, and uh, the user should be shot into the sun. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Why? 
Uh, I mean, they're 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 just just like ants crawling into your picnic. But their cap like, numbers are so low. Them. What's that? Their cap numbers are so low. I mean, some of them, but uh, you know, the and we don't like volume trading. We like trading at the deadline, and and nothing else. I don't think you're talking about basketball. What I, I'm absolutely talking about basketball. It's the greatest sport there is. It's not rigged the way a lot of things are in this society. It, Look, let me just tell you something. I love hedges. I love hedging uh, on a screen. I love hedging in a fund. I love hedges that I hide in to film seventh graders playing basketball for my private blog. Uh, it's for scouting. Uh, it's uh, it's actually called uh, Draft Repress because uh, everybody's trying to repress these videos of uh, shirts and skins games, even though it's the only way to tell uh, what the body composition of of these young men and they make them projectable so we can do our mock 2031 drafts that you and I both love and our our mm-hmm. readers love completely. So that's why I want to stay. They're they're helping America. They're saving America. Uh, hedges grow. That's what hedge funds are about. They're about growth. And uh, right now, uh, these people are like Poison Ivy in the film Batman uh, and Robin, and they are trying to uh, poison the growth of America and make the world dead. Let's do an ad read. Uh, this one's pretty good. This is a new product for us. Uh, thank you thank you to all our sponsors, of course. Uh, now, Randy, the uh, COVID-19 scam, scamdemic, pandemic. What, what did I say? I don't know. Randy, I call it the Chinese virus. It's, uh, it's really impacted society as well as the college experience, especially the social experience. Kids deserve to be kids, but this social isolation has really impacted the social and erotic lives of our young generation. That's why we've started an online fraternity called Slamda Slamda Slamda. Now, Slamda 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 is for college students who can't join a fraternity, either because of a national health emergency or being shut out of the rich kid frats, or because your slender man-like body makes you drop out of pledge week because of beer bong-induced hospitalization for asthma. Now, it's easy to pledge. You just need a student ID, a transcript showing a 2.0 GPA, your social security number, and your date of birth, and your mother's maiden name, and a mid-four-figures admission fee in Slamsoncorp. Now, technically, you'll be a paid intern of Slamsoncorp, which is good for college credit in Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, and American Samoa. Now, what do you get? You get virtual hangouts, you get virtual beer bongs, you get investment advice, and you get an intense semester-long course in pickup artistry led by yours truly, Brett Slamson. We go beyond the usual tips from pickup artists like legging. We go all the way to begging, a shockingly effective tool for pity-based erotic encounters. It helps you build confidence and, for a small additional fee, a webinar on fabricating a false online identity complete with photoshopped adventure photos, a computer-generated list of musical and cinematic interests. Uh, As you know, Randy, I think movies and music are a dangerous delusion, as all I do is watch true crime documentaries while listening to podcasts at two and a half times their normal speed. Uh, Best of all... Slamda 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 features Rammed Up, a two-week course on Kegel exercises, nootropics, and diet that will give you the firmest directions of your young life. Also, we have a weekly Zoom chat and a book club. Now, pledges are still open for the spring semester, and you'll want to get in before the online Panhellenic Olympics, where we compete with other richer and snobbier frats for the title of Best frat on the internet. Uh, Let me tell you, we've got this new recruit. His name is Gay Lamar, and he is incredible at Minecraft because of his uh, limp-wristed mouse technique. 
Now, you can get a two-day trial absolutely free with promo code Double Secret Probation. Uh, it's easy to remember. I've been put on it uh, many times and talked about it on the podcast, except uh, it was it was public it was publicly known Double Probation. Slamda, slamda, slamda. Geeks, Greeks, and the firmest directions of your young life. Thank you. Slamda, slamda, slamda. I I didn't know we were putting our name on that. I thought Yo, that was oh. going to be something else. We absolutely do. You are you are actually the vice president of this fraternity. I would rather not be. Well, you you are, and uh, it's it's incorporated, and uh, we filed. Uh, it's in an, in the event of my death letter that I've sent to multiple district attorneys. You are named as the successor and uh, the 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 legal guardian of the online fraternity. So uh, we've talked a lot about traits. I I need to say something personal on this podcast. We've been pretty objective uh, so far. Um, I wanted to say that uh, I'm 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 retiring from Parlor. Excuse me. Did I'm it get deleted Ramsey. from the internet. Well, you know, I've I've been on uh, Parmer. I was a Parlor Plus subscriber, and uh, they're incorporated actually in Tanzania, and uh, you know the FCC can't get there. Uh, basically, the it's being hosted on a pickup truck with a generator that's just driven around a random location. So it's very hard to shut down. But I am withdrawing. Uh, the last straw, I would say, is that uh, all the angry DMs uh, from people who claimed I was at the uh, the 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 Freedom Rally at the Capitol. Uh, Ready? You, you know what's going on. Well, you know, I wasn't there because uh, if, as you could have seen on my my 8chan posts, uh, my subreddit, and, uh, you know, my weekly uh, telegrams that I send out to, uh, you know, our top tier Patreons, uh, I was actually ready to storm the NBA offices in Secaucus, New Jersey, uh, in protest of the salary caps staying up artificially this year. Randy, we are both furious. I was that. there. I was there. Yeah. You were, you know, I, I actually didn't see you. I should have brought a magnifying glass or something, but it, it was just uh, the two of us and Sam Hankey. I went into the air vent. Did you? You know did where you, I was the whole time? I was living in St- uh, Steve Javi's bunker. Oh, wow. How, I was there how, for five days. The sandwiches are terrible. Mm-hmm. Does, does he leave? Is he allowed to leave that no. place? Mm-hmm. There's armed guards outside 24 7. How's, how's, he, how's he looking? How's he holding Not up? Great. There? It doesn't seem great. Uh, Very pale. How how do you feel about his calls? I brought him some hair gel. Talked to him before. Yeah, I I think you should be deliberating longer. That's what I have to say. Uh, They're they're rushing into those replay reviews. They gotta they gotta take their time. Get it right. That's what I say. What's your hurry? I say to those replay officials. Anyway, what were you talking about? Oh right, I uh, I I. I do want to say that I know there was a Parlor hack. Even even Parlor Plus has been hacked. And uh, look, we're 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 up with being upfront on this podcast. We admit to our mistakes. Uh, the fact that I initially gave the uh, the Anthony Davis trade a uh, F minus, uh, I'll 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 own that. They did win an NBA title. They they hurt themselves financially for decades to come. But I'll I'll admit that there is a perspective in which that was a winning deal. Randy, you know, full disclosure about all of that stuff. Uh, also, uh, you know, it turns out that, uh, you know, Jeremy Lin did not win the MVP of uh, the corrupt Chinese Basketball Association. I predicted it. I wagered heavily on it. But, you know, we we are about accountability on these podcasts. So, you know, people who, uh, you know, 
message me on Parler and say like, hey, Brett, you were wrong about that. We're upfront about this transparency. And, uh, you know, the other thing is my relationship with uh, a Winklevoss twin taught me there's no such thing as digital privacy. So I'm I'm going to preemptively link my DMs. You're going to what? Your own DMs? I'm going to leak them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them out there because if they, they come out I don't out know late, if this is a good idea. No, I'm, I'm going to read them, Randy. Uh, you can I see them in the show notes. I don't think you should do this. I'm going I'm to read them. I'm, I'm just going to put but them out there. They got hacked, but they're not, you're not that famous. No, it did, it's going to come out someday. Uh, it's going to come out now. It's going to come out right now, Randy. Uh, let me read these. This is uh, one exchange from one day. You just live to obey and be my slave. I will own you. That's my soul. My brain, my spirit, my body. Would you come and be my property till you die? If I wanted to cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket so I always had a piece of you in my possession? Why was there a question mark at the end of that DM? Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I was, I was hoping that uh, it would inspire Daryl Morey to write me back after I, that exchange. I don't think you should continue well just i'll just put one more out randy uh it's important to me it's important to the internet if you continue doing this you're gonna lose your role in that j-lo movie you know you went i i thought about that uh it was it was great that they cast me but honestly uh she's uh 51 years old Mm -hmm. she's basically dead sexually am i wrong about that i think you're wrong about i think we're all thinking that right uh aniston retire retire I'm not. I've never called her a bitch, though. I she's she's done so much work. Um, you know how I, I watch. The only movie that I'll watch is The Breakup. I know because you it, love it. It's about open relationships and it's negotiations. It's about sexual exploration, negotiations, and real estate. Mm-hmm. Dealing with oh, a problem. That's that's one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, I'm just going to read one more of these. This is an important one to get out there. Uh, oh my god, that just made me so hard, and it makes me confused as to why. Is that even possible? So hard. Thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling when it beats. I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. I really don't think you should be saying these things. Well, you know what? There's there's seven more Not that I should... No, I mean, yeah, like, definitely don't say them now into microphones, but you should not be typing these into your phone. Oh, oh, um, uh, do you think I've opened myself to any uh, legal liability? If on the you're show a today? cannibal, yes. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's keep the rest of these DMs on the uh, DL. I think that's right. You're definitely losing that J Lo movie. Oh well, you know what? It it, it wasn't going to happen. Anyway. Just blame yeah, it on uh, your kids. It happens uh, anyway. Oh, you're right. You're so right. I'm going to take care of my, my kids. I got I got to protect my mistress, my common law wife, and my girlfriend from uh, this negative publicity that's certain to come out uh, when when the parlor uh, chat logs truly come out, but I will be vindicated in that I was not at the Capitol. I was just encouraging and financially supporting those people, uh, including my good friend. Dan uh, who helped coordinate the process. He's, he's a great man. He's a really big uh, basketball fan. Uh, Rafael Cruz. I mean, I, I guess some of you know him as Ted, but he's, he's Rafael to me. It's my, what my favorite Canadian aside from Steve Nash. <laughs> Do you want to talk about some more trades? Uh, well, you know what? I think we're out of time, actually, Randy. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that fulfills our contract. Uh, so, uh, Randy, what do you want to plug? I don't even know. All right. Well, as for me, uh, you can see my new um, 
I have a, a new podcast review podcast that you should check out. It's called uh, Pod Bod Dodd. And, uh, you know, that's that's my character is uh, Pod Bod Dodd. And I I give I give reviews of all the podcasts I listen to. Uh, also, you can check out my guest pieces on The New Republic. Uh, you can see me on, uh, I'll be calling in to Tucker Carlson. I'm obscuring my face and location for that call. And, uh, I also encourage you to subscribe to the slammed up TikTok channel. Oh, where, follow my Twitter burner. Oh yeah. What, what is your Twitter? It's not Captain America. Not Captain America. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's a good I one. I also uh, have Brooklyn dad defiant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you really, you really do a lot there. And then of course, uh, Kelly Scaletta, that's yours as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That from the time you uh, were a lawyer for that mattress store. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's great. So uh, follow Randy on those platforms. Uh, join the Patreon and contribute to the Legal Defense Fund. And uh, for the love of God, sell your GameStop stock. They somehow talked less about basketball than we did. That was really crazy. And this entire podcast has very little basketball in it. Yeah, it, not not a lot at all. <laughs> Well, we'll be back with more basketball later. I guess if we I kind of don't want to podcast at all after hearing that, but <laughs> I might just go off the grid. Um, Sean, mm-hmm. I have a Frankie Aiden Muniz announcement. Oh, uh, so I'm going to do my 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 tweet early. OK, so remember how I told you uh, I bought Dogecoin? Yes. So I bought Dogecoin, uh, mm-hmm. and it was way up. I mean, I was buy it was on it was way up when this podcast started, uh-huh. and then it was at a uh, seven cents when this podcast started. I bought it okay. at four cents. Uh, then when I was looking up things, a Frankie Muniz tweet to read, I saw this. You follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. Where mm-hmm. four hours ago I tweeted, crazy to think that putting a small amount of money into hashtag Dogecoin, it could be a few hundred thousand in the morning. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Uh, Dogecoin is-, is way down now. <laughs> it's at... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is Have at five cents. I haven't lost money. I'm You're still, still up. up $31, but... I was up 60 before I read that tweet. <laughs> so Frankie Muniz has cooled down the Dogecoin fever. It appears it appears so, yes. <laughs> I mean, to read an old Frankie Muniz tweet, uh, does anyone know how to get rid of horrifically bad luck? Had I known that he was... <laughs> he was uh, investing in Dogecoin. I would not have invested in it. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, he also tweeted 17 hours ago, Dogecoin, I love you. Um, Sean, <laughs> is there anything you want to plug? Yeah. Uh, so uh, on February 5th, I'm starting my online comedy show that I'm hosting, 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Chicago time, East Coast. You can figure it out, bitches. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving. I'm not giving the Wall Street time, Joey. <laughs> I'm giving the Chicago time. America's. You know what? It's not the second city. It's the first goddamn city. Fair. Um, you and just also want check, John Wilms to watch you do stand up. I mean, 
or yeah, how many people do I know in Chicago? Now, more we're the podcast. This is big in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago and Portland, those are our people. Those are really more than Los Angeles or San Francisco, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then um, I think people should check out. I, I'm going to plug something for our friend, um, friend of the podcast. Eve Surges has a podcast called Everything's Relative. Uh, it is a really interesting, good podcast about uh, DNA tests, basically, and all the things that happen, and uh, some some real dickwads at CNN are trying to trying to do the exact steal. same podcast. Do the exact same podcast relative, with yeah. almost the exact same name. So I think yeah. you should uh, check out Everything's Relative. It's just really interesting. Like it's a good, interesting podcast. Good interviews and like uh, yeah. People find him like new families and shit. It's great. Um, while we're plugging stuff, uh, we were on an episode of They're All Ansem, our friend Forrest Walker's podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, was- together. I was also, in the last few weeks, I think I've been on Quarantine Cast like five times. Our friend oh, yeah. Corbin Smith's podcast. <laughs> you were also on that this week. I was on it this week. I'm uh, going to be but- on it again this weekend. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about the movie Speed Racer. Oh wow! Okay, I one of the great movies of all time. I feel bad. I've never seen it. It's look. I'm going to tell you right now. I am wrong about most things that I say, but the one thing I'm 100 percent confident in is that the first 18 and a half minutes of the movie Speed, the Wachowski movie Speed Racer, are actually a perfect 18 minutes of film. Wow! Um, It literally makes me cry. Every time I watch it. Um, I was also on the Frotcast t- last week. Um, and then I was on something else, too, but I can't remember. I'm sorry if I forgot what it was. You're all over the place, dude. You're... I've done more. I've done plenty of guest podcasts, not my own podcast in the last two mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, I see. No, it's just uh, <laughs> editing and writing is a lot harder to do than then, uh, just uh, talking to someone for an hour. <laughs> yeah, especially when you don't really have to create it. You're just like, yeah, yeah I, got, I can talk about yeah. that. What do like, you know? You want me to talk about uh, fucking the PogChamp emoji getting banned? Sure. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, just like, hey, don't even think about it. Just just say what you, you, you might think about this. <laughs> uh, anyway, trust the process. Oh, oh yeah. did you oh, write well, a song? I did. Uh, this was actually um, a request all the way from Germany. Uh, this song's called It's Oh So Quai. Great. <laughs> uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's squeeze those bastards. This, this is not right. financial advice. To the moon. To the moon. To, to the, the moon. moon. This is not financial advice. To the moon. <laughs> It's oh so quiet. Shh, shh. He's oh so skilled. Shh, shh. The Clippers win games. Shh, shh. And show toughness until the playoffs start. Zing boom. They show no heart. But they're melting down. Wow, you already seen them blow a 3-1 lead. Canard seems like a total dweeb. Surge's elbow made Kawhi bleed. 
spit the over and then shh shh it's back to Kauai The clippers choked. Shh, shh, but he's still a fun guy. They always lose big games. Paul George in the news. Nicknames, so what's the use? Billy Crystal of following the clips. Balmer's not chill. He's unconcerned and so gleeful until Quad strains his cap. Bam, got a crazy laugh. Oh, oh, oh. Losing the second half. Have got them in a stick. Pat Beverly just threw a fit. Lou Will's a poly. Am I risk? Then it's a then. It's time for Kawhi. Shh, shh. But in the next game, shh, shh. The whole team doesn't try. They try to stall, just watch, center takes a fall, Zubat, George loses the ball, wow, man, you're following the clips, Kawhi's no bleeds, Kanad is a dweeb, they blow, 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 blow a lead, when you follow the clips. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 